Psalm chapter 140, verses 1 through 13, and we are coming from the NLT translation. The New Living Translation, if you will. And so we'll read it together. O Lord, rescue me from evil people. Protect me from those who are violent, those who plot evil in their hearts and stir up trouble all day long. Their tongues sting like a snake. The venom of a viper drips from their lips. O Lord, keep me out of the hands of the wicked. Protect me from those who are violent, for they are plotting against me. The proud have set a trap to catch me. They have stretched out a net. They have placed traps all along the way. I said to the Lord, you are my God. Listen, O Lord, to my cries for mercy. O sovereign Lord, the strong one who rescued me, you protected me on the day of battle. Lord, do not let evil people have their way. Do not let their evil schemes succeed, or they will become proud. Let my enemies be destroyed by the very evil they have planned for me. Let burning coals fall down on their heads. Let them be thrown into the fire or into watery pits from which they can't escape. Don't let liars prosper here in our land. Cause great disasters to fall on the violent. But I know the Lord will help those they persecute. He will give justice to the poor. Surely righteous people are praising your name. The godly will live in your presence. What a prayer. Can you imagine praying this prayer every day? Every single day, this is your prayer of protection. And this was David's prayer, not only against people he knew, but people that he didn't know. He said, to rescue me from evil people. Now that could be anybody. Right, right. Well, Saul, mm-hmm. you may be seated. There's people in his own camp. Even his family members sought to kill him. Can you imagine? This prayer for protection against those who slander or threaten us as a people was David's prayer. Deliverance was his prayer. Protection, cover, keep them away. 
Don't let the wicked get away with this. Don't let the troublemakers keep causing trouble and wreaking havoc on the innocent. Stop them in their tracks. Give them a dose of their own medicine. Don't let them win. With so much chaos going on in our world, prayer is the greatest weapon. We've been hearing and reading about the tragedy in Paris. It happened on Friday the 13th of all days. ISIS is on the move again. Last report was 129 people lost their lives and that number could be elevating today. And so as the news keeps updating itself, we keep getting all of these numbers coming in. 352 people injured, maybe even more. We've heard about, about all the campus shootings that have gone on around this country. Robberies, police brutality, unruly kids, just mayhem and chaos all around us. But the Bible tells us that we should expect these atrocities in this sinful world we live in. Turn to me, turn with me to Matthew chapter 24, verse 32. You have it, say amen. Somebody read that for me. Matthew chapter 24, verses 32 through 35. Now learn a parable of the fig tree. When the branch is yet tender and putteth forth leaves, ye know the summer is near. So likewise ye, when ye shall see all these things, know that it is near, even at the doors. Verily I say unto you, this generation shall not pass till all these things be fulfilled. So what is God saying to us? There is no need for us to run around in fear, be threatened by the evil tactics of the enemy because his season is coming to a close and he will no longer be allowed to wreak havoc in the lives of innocent people, especially God's people. And this parable that Jesus was referring to is, is saying, you know, if you can tell what season it is by the way the plants and the trees bud. And so we can tell what season that we're in by all the things that are taking place in our world today, but God says we still have more to come. So don't be alarmed by what you see today. And as our parents used to say, it's going to get worse before it gets better. But the good news is God is still in the midst of it all. And that nothing happens without his permission. Yes, earth is the enemy's domain, but God is still in control. His word will be fulfilled before it's all over. David's supplication in our text is relevant today. 
The Lord's Prayer is relevant today. Amen. Psalm 91 is relevant today. And these prayers of protection are still relevant in this fallen world that we live in, where evil people sit around, carefully plotting and planning how to commit acts of evil, acts of terrorism that's designed to promote fear in God's people. But God hasn't given us that spirit, now has it? He hasn't given us the spirit of fear, but a spirit of power, love, and a sound mind. Because we live in a free will society, God doesn't force us to love him. Amen? He wants us to love him freely, just like he loves a cheerful giver. He is pleased when we pray his will be done in our lives. But he's not going to twist our arms to love him. If you have to twist my arm, or if I have to twist your arm to love me, then you're not worth me. Amen. Forced love can turn into a loveless situation. And who needs that? <laughs> Evil men roam the face of the earth just like Satan does, so it's no surprise about what happened on Friday. Yes, it's disheartening. The media calls it the 9-11 of Paris. Since the fall of mankind, sin has entered into the world. But Jesus paid the price for sin, didn't he? Amen. So now we have this free will condition of grace to do either good or evil. Yeah. Some choose to do good, while others choose to do evil. We all ask this question, why? Yes, God allows evil, but he also restrains it. Because God is good, he does not allow there to be excess, an excess of evil. It's controlled. He only allows it if it helps to redeem us back to him. It leads us to something good. It allows us to fall into prayer as a corporate church. The evil that went on Friday created a corporate prayer amongst God's people. And just think what happens when God's people get together in agreement, how it shakes up the enemy's camp. And it destroys and disintegrates everything that he's ever tried to put together to destroy God's people. That's what evil does. It creates a corporate prayer for God's people to fight in war in the spirit through prayer to uplift the name of the Lord, and to encourage one another to keep on keeping on. Amen. Matthew says again, truly I tell you that if two of you on earth agree about anything they ask for, Amen. it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. So when we engage in corporate prayer, we shake up the heavens to do things that the enemy can't stop. And so I am grateful for, for Friday the 13th because it caused us saints to go into spiritual warfare and pray against the attacks of the enemy and the wiles of the devil to stop him in his tracks, to don't allow the evil to go on and continue. In fact, much of the biblical mandates are commands against evil. Not only are we told to refrain from sin and live in righteousness, 
We are told to help the needy, like a good Samaritan. How many good Samaritans do we have in the house today? David had enemies he knew of and didn't know. So he had to be careful to just cover everybody. He said, Lord, cover me from my enemies, my, the evil people mm-hmm. that pursue me, that want to take my life, that want to destroy me, that want to kill me, that want to hurt me. Protect me from those people, whoever they may be. What a prayer. Protect him from the violent people, for those who plot evil in their hearts and stir up trouble all day, not just one day, not just once a week, but all day, every day. You have people out there who are plotting and planning right now to stir up trouble in somebody's life. For our struggles are not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, Mm -hmm. and against the spiritual forces of evil. Spiritual forces of evil. So evil is a spirit. In the heavenly realms, in the sky, and in the firmament, evil exists. Mm -hmm. The only place it doesn't exist is in the third heaven, which is the throne of God. And God created the heavens and earth. So God is telling us in Ephesians 6 and 12 that we ain't struggling against this right here. We're struggling against stuff you can't see. Amen. You got to have a microscope to see it. Mm-hmm. You got to have a microscope to see flesh and blood unless you get cut to the quick. Mm-hmm. So we're not fighting against this mm-hmm. body thing. We're not fighting against the physical. We're fighting a spiritual, yes. an evil spirit. In the heavenly realm. So when we pray, we need to pray like David. Lord, he said, protect me from those who are violent. Rescue me from evil people. And since the enemy and the third of his host was kicked out of heaven, we don't know how many are roaming the earth. So he hit the earth like a flash of lightning. <laughs> he got kicked out. And it was all about power for him. It was about all about him being jealous of God because he wanted to be praised and he wanted to have the power. So he wreaked havoc in the lives of God's people because he was mad with God and still is. But for now, God is patient. He is waiting for more people to turn to him and be saved. And it is up to people like us to pull those people into the realm of God and say, you know what? Jesus is my Lord and he is our Savior. And if you want to see your family and friends again one day, those who have gone on before you, then you need to come and follow the Christ that I follow. In the meantime, we have to be like David and seek the Lord in prayer, asking for constant protection from evil people, covering from the wicked people who sit around other sin-sick souls plotting evil against the innocent. We have to remember the Bible tells us in John 8 and 44 that those people belong to their father who is the devil. Mm. 
says you belong to your father the devil and you want to carry out your father's desires he was a murderer from the beginning not holding to the truth for there is no truth in him Amen. when he lies he speaks his native language that's the enemy's native language lies lie 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 for he is a liar yes. and the father of lies. Mm -hmm. He lied to Eve, didn't he? Mm -hmm. He deceived her. He said, surely you won't die. But Satan is just doing his job, though. So don't be afraid because God is with us. Emmanuel. Amen. One day Satan will be thrown into the lake of fire for all eternity. Praise the Lord. Amen. And I cannot wait for that great day. One day this will be our reality. And that's the reason, my friends, we should celebrate the life we have left and try to pull as many people into the realm of God as we can while we have breath in us. And this is a reason for us to look forward to our future. This is the very reason why we should not lose heart when we read and hear about these heinous crimes of evil in our world because we know that they are short-lived and that one day Jesus is coming back. He's coming back for his church. He's coming back for his children. He's coming back like a thief in the night, so we better be ready. And don't let him catch you with your work undone. Don't let him catch you idle, not doing nothing. Just sitting around, I'm just waiting on Jesus. Well, while you're waiting on him, you better be working for him. Amen? Luke tells us that we must be ready because the Son of Man will come at an hour when we do not expect him. You know how people just show up and visit you? Unexpected. No phone calls, no warnings, no text messages, no nothing. They just... That's how Jesus is going to come back. He's just going to show up. Matthew tells us no one knows about that day or hour, not even the angels in heaven, nor the Son. Not even Jesus knows when he's coming back. Only God. Right, right. Hmm. Therefore, keep watch because you don't know the day or the hour. Keep watch because you don't want Jesus to catch you by. Touch three people and tell them to keep watch, keep watch, keep watch. Come on. Keep watch, keep watch, keep watch. Come on. Pray like David, fret not thyself of evildoers, neither be envious against the works of iniquity. That's what he's telling us. Why? For they shall soon be cut down. Those gunmen and, and those extremists were cut down, every single one of them. They were cut down. <clears throat> Trust in the Lord and do good, so shalt thou dwell in the land, and verily thou shalt be fed. Delight thyself also in the Lord, and he shall give thee the desires <clears throat> of your heart. Amen. Isn't that good news? Commit thy way unto the Lord. Trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. Amen. So whatever you desire in your heart, if you trust him, he shall bring that thing to pass. For me, it's a new job. Praise God. My Lord. And he shall bring forth that righteous 
as the light and as thy judgment as the noonday. Rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. Fret not again thyself because of him who prospereth in his way because of the man who bringeth wicked devices. So don't worry about those people who's plotting and planning your demise. God feed them. And he's got a surprise for them. Cease from anger. Don't be mad at them. And forsake wrath. Fret not thyself in any wise to do evil. Don't be praising those people who think that they are so smart to get away with evil stuff because God is going to expose them. For evildoers shall be cut off, but those that wait upon the Lord, what happens? They shall inherit the earth. For yet a little while, and the wicked shall be no more. Those wicked men are no more. They have all gone somewhere. We don't know where that may be. We could guess. Thou shalt diligently consider his place, and it shall not be. But the meek shall inherit the earth, and shall delight themselves in the abundance of peace. So this week, delight yourself in the abundance of peace. My Moses said unto the people, Fear ye not. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will show to you today. For the Egyptians whom ye have seen today, ye shall see them again no more forever. When Pharaoh and his army were in pursuit of the Israelites, God swallowed them up in the sea. Yeah. He said, your enemies from yesterday and today you shall see no more. Amen. Those people who have tried to wreak havoc in your life, you shall see them no more. I am here to tell you today, the enemies you have faced in the past, you shall see no more. Tell them about your God and how good he is, how powerful he is, how much he cares for you, how much he defends and avenges you. Tell the enemy to be gone in Jesus' name. Amen, in Jesus name. <coughs> Live in peace this Amen. week yes, with Lord. God and with other people. Don't let the enemy win. Amen. And after a while, it will soon be over. So live your life according to Christ. And when we cross over to the other side, mm -hmm. we ain't got to worry about, well, our souls will spend eternity because I know I will be with my father resting in his arms. Oh, and as we cross over to the other side, we can see those who have gone on before us because we have chosen to live for Jesus right here on earth. Yes, While we have breath. While we have life, mm -hmm. while we have opportunity, while the blood is running warm in our veins, is what the old right, saints used right. to say. While we still have movement in our hearts, and while we still can think of all the good things that God has done for us. Let us continue the fight. Yes. Let us continue to stay in prayer one for another. Mm -hmm. yes. That the Lord will rescue us yes, from yes. evil people. Amen. And that he will protect us from those who are fighting. This is your prayer this week. Yes, Jesus. All of it. This is your prayer this week. This is your prayer mantra this week. Dear God, 
dear God, rescue us. Amen. Rescue your children. Rescue my family. Rescue my cousins. Rescue my nephews. Rescue my nieces. Rescue my, my neighbor. Rescue the enemy from me. Rescue me from the enemy. Keep him away from me. Create a buffer so he doesn't come near my tent. Make him fall on his own sword. Make hot coals fall on his own heads. If he digs a ditch for me, let him fall in it. <coughs> Amen. This, is, has to, this has to be our prayer. A prayer of warfare. Because we are constantly in a fight. The enemy let me know that by attacking my body. My Lord. God is faithful. Yes, he is. And his grace is sufficient. Yes, yes. And I am thankful to God that he saw fit to allow me out of bed one more day. My Lord. Amen. To declare the gospel and to declare, declare his goodness and grace and mercy and his healing virtue over my life. My Lord. And the blessings that he has in store for us. Amen. I will share some good news with you next week. Praise the Lord. Amen. God is good all, all the time. time. And all, all the time, time God, God is good. good. The doors of the church are open. Amen. 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 Thank you, Lord. It's Christ you want. It's Christ you shall have. <laughs> He's here to cover and protect us. I know he'll do it for you because he did it for me and, and I know we serve the same God and so the same God that I serve is the same God that will rescue you from the enemy like he rescued me from the enemy I thank God for his protection over my life I thank God for his protection over my family's life over our church's life, over our children's oh lives, over our families, because he keeps showing us over and over again that he is with us. No matter what we go through in this life, he is walking alongside us. He is walking in front of us. He is walking behind us. He is protecting us on every side, from the top to the bottom, from left to the right, and everywhere that our feet may tread, God makes sure that they are firm steps in him and that we are covered under the blood of the Lamb. So I am thankful today. Weak but thankful. I am strong in the Lord. Hallelujah. And thankful. I'm grateful that he gives me the strength to stand before you and to preach the gospel and to declare that Jesus is my Lord. Hallelujah. I need him every day. I don't see how people live without God. Those of us who live with him, we experience trouble. But can you imagine those who live without it? The trouble that they experience. I am grateful that God chose me to be saved. Amen. Praise Amen. the Lord. Amen. <laughs> I am so glad that he saw my heart before he saw me. Amen. I am so glad that he knew who I was before I was even formed in my mother's womb. I am so grateful that he chose to save a sinner like me. I 
thank God for his grace and for his mercy. I thank him for his never-ending kindness and his tender love for me. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your healing hand over me, over my family, over our church, over the people that's connected to us, Father God. I thank you for the balm in Gilead. I thank you that your healing power is present in our lives. And I thank you, God, for sharing your love with us. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Isaiah, let's engage in corporate prayer this
thank you, Father, for the extended hand that you have given us. Thank you for your continued grace and mercy upon our lives. Thank you that you don't look at us as the opportunity to, to seek others. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you for giving us the grace. Not just to show up, but to show up and show out and praise your name. Thank you for the genuine hearts of worship, Father. Thank you for this quiet time. Thank you for the testimony. Thank you for allowing us hear words from you every through song, through prayer, through prophecy, through teaching, through mm-hmm. preaching, through talking, through conversation, through encouragement, Father, we thank you. Thank you, Father, for the workers that you have placed in this place. We thank you for the field of workers that you have, Lord God, mm-hmm. reaching out to other seed to plant, Lord God. We thank you for this. Yes, Lord. And we'll go forth in each of us. to break y'all. Because we are victorious, victorious. nothing can conquer us. Because we are victorious, how many of us believe we're victorious? I know I am. Hallelujah. My Lord. 
we are victorious.